0: Hi everyone, Jonathan Gallo here. In today's episode, we're gonna discuss some steps businesses can take to improve their cyber hygiene. Over the past few years, some of the largest and well-known companies have been affected by data breaches. That's resulted in millions of dollars in losses. Smaller businesses aren't immune from those data breaches and even a small data breach, impacting only a few thousand records, can expose a business to significant losses and reputational damage that may have a devastating impact on its ability to function. Now, various attack methods can be used against businesses to obtain sensitive data or access funds through fraud. Some common attack methods are compromised credentials, social engineering attacks, like phishing, vishing, and smishing, business email compromise scams, ransomware, and vulnerabilities in third-party software. While no business can expect to be 100% safe, here are some basic practices businesses can implement to improve their cyber hygiene. First, keep software updated. Businesses should keep all software, including applications, web browsers, firmware, and operating systems up to date by installing updates regularly or consider implementing automatic updates. Also, Consider discontinuing and removing any software that is no longer supported. Second, use strong passwords or passphrases. The longer, the better. Consider the longest password allowable or consider using a group of words to create a passphrase that is long and memorable. You can also consider using a password manager if you forget your passwords. Always use separate passwords or phrases for separate accounts. Never reuse passwords and require password changes on a regular basis. And limit the number of allowable, unsuccessful login attempts before a person is locked out of the system. Three, use multi-factor authentication. Although strong passwords and passphrases are great, alone they're not enough and using multi-factor authentication provides a more secure method of authorizing access, such as through a temporary code provided on a smartphone or a token. Fourth, encrypt devices, including laptops, tablets, smartphones, removable media that contain sensitive personal information and data backups. And speaking of backups, utilize them. Multiple backups that are separate from an internal network, such as through the cloud or on external drives or other media, are more secure if your network becomes compromised by ransomware. Six, secure wireless networks. Change router default name and password settings and turn off remote management. Use at least WPA3 level of encryption and limit remote access to the network using a virtual private network. Do not use open wireless networks. And make sure you utilize up-to-date firewalls and antivirus software. Seven, be suspicious of unexpected emails, phone calls, and text messages. Social engineering attacks can come from a variety of sources. When in doubt, don't click on suspicious links, attachments, or give out personal information over the telephone. Number eight, limit who has access to sensitive data by implementing least privilege access, meaning determine who requires access to sensitive information and limit that access to the lowest level necessary and only to those who require access to perform job functions. Also, it's important to implement physical security protocols to protect sensitive data. This may include monitoring access to facilities, ensuring visitors are escorted, on business grounds and ensuring that employees who are no longer employed by the business no longer have access to facilities and systems. Number nine, data destruction. As part of a business's data retention policy, require that sensitive data that is no longer needed or required by policy or applicable law to be destroyed in a secure manner. 10, develop an information security breach response and notification plan. The worst time to develop an information security breach response and notification plan is after a breach has already occurred. And the plan created should include not only the steps to take immediately after a breach is discovered, but a process for any required notifications. Also, include other policies, such as a social media policy, bring your own device policy, and others, to define when and how employees may access devices, social media, and personal email. Next, any plan should include a business continuity and disaster recovery plan. If a breach or other event impacting the availability of information systems occurs, your business must have the ability to be able to have access to the information you need to continue operating. Next, number 12, once developed, the policy should be reviewed and updated at least annually or more frequently to ensure they are up to date and accurately reflect your business's operating model and technical environment. And finally, number 13, training. A business should have a regular training program to educate employees on cyber risk. Awareness of cyber risks is part of an overall mitigation strategy that creates a culture of good cyber hygiene. So in summary, some steps to improve your cyber hygiene are keep your software updated, use strong passwords and pass phrases along with multi-factor authentication, encrypt devices, backup your files, secure your wireless networks, be suspicious of unexpected emails, phone calls, and text messages, limit access to sensitive data, destroy unneeded data, develop an information security breach and response plan along with a business continuity and disaster recovery plan, continually review and update these plans, and provide employees with much-needed training. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me at 757-446-8683 or email me at jgallo at vanblacklaw.com. Thanks for tuning in.